want to talk about why it's so important to be the best version of yourself and how. I feel like we live in a world that is, we're constantly trying to have more, trying to be more, trying to do more. The problem is so many people are not the best versions of themselves, so they miss the opportunity to be able to take advantage of stuff that's presented to them. And yes, opportunities come and opportunities go, but a secret part of success is also identifying and realizing that you get to create opportunities. Like opportunities can come from where you're at, what you do, who you hang around. At any moment, you can start creating opportunities. And I think as someone who over the last seven years has developed herself, has stepped out of her comfort zone, has just made massive changes in my life that have been productive, changes that I'm proud of, changes that have made impact not only in my family, in my circle, but in thousands of women's lives. There's there's something so special about being able to create the opportunity so you can live the life that it is that you want. So what are some simple ways that I'm going to say that they're simple, but I think we all know at the end of the day, like changing your life. There's nothing easy about it. Changing your life is going to be one of the hardest things you can do. Creating better habits, having better routines, taking yourself from a version of yourself that you don't like to a version of yourself that you're really excited about when you look back in the mirror. What do you think of when you look in the mirror? When you wake up, before you lay your head down at night, when you're just staring at yourself, brushing your teeth, are you proud of what you see? A lot of times we're missing opportunities. We're ruining uh, the potentiality of what like the next level we can walk into simply because of the things on the inside. I think a lot of times, especially as high achieving women, okay, if you're one of the high achievers, drop a two below, drop a me below. It's really easy to want to work your way into the next arena, work your way up the ladder. The problem is who you are will eventually catch up. Who you are can literally take you out of rooms that you're supposed to be in because on the inside, you haven't worked yourself up there yet. So what are some ways uh, that you can do that that are fairly simple, but they're definitely going to challenge you? The first one, and these are things that I've actually worked out just in my own life. It's really a matter of keeping your word to yourself. Are you someone that follows through with the things that you commit to? Are you someone, drop it in the comments below, okay? Are you someone who, hey, hey, Christy, are you someone who, when you make a commitment, you're going to do the thing that you say you're going to do at the end of the day? When you make that to-do list every single day, do you show up with intensity? Do you show up with focus? Do you show up attacking that thing for the longest time? This was missing in my life. For the longest time, I was a notorious quitter. If you are a notorious quitter right now, drop a three below, okay? Let a effa know that she's not alone, okay? Everything that I would start, and so funny, you guys, like I always say, other than Jesus, my husband, and my kids, my online business is literally the only thing that I haven't quit. Every job I had, I'd get triggered, I would quit. Every project I would start, I would get triggered, I would quit. There's so many, even, even projects in my life right now, okay? I have not picked them backed up or followed through. And the problem is years ago, I had a relationship with myself where I didn't trust myself. 
And that was costing me stuff at the end of the day. Because what you don't realize is when you're going to a new level, when you're ready to get out of debt, when you're ready to elevate your life, when you're ready to change your zip code, you're ready to change your car, you're ready to change careers, like you're ready to step out into the unknown, which is a key component in any part of success. You're going to have to leave the familiar to step into the unfamiliar. You have to have a bank built up of trust on the inside of you because one day, man, you guys, I think about David and Goliath, okay? And it was so funny. We sang a song today that said something like, you might not have a, or you might not have a Goliath, but you have giants. I don't know, something like that in church. And it made me think about how many small battles did David have to go through that were almost like the prerequisite for the skill set and the, the, the mental fortitude and the strength and the courage that he needed to have the confidence to face his Goliath. How many of you have a next level and you're like right there, but the problem is, is you don't trust yourself. You don't trust yourself because every time you say you're going to do something, you freaking back out. Every time you mark whatever's next and you write it down like you're going to do it, you find something else to fill your calendar up. Some of you haven't even started a calendar, right? It's all these little things. But how good do you keep your tr- your um, your word to yourself? How good can you trust yourself when it comes to utilizing your calendar, writing your tasks down, creating a morning routine or a night routine? What's that thing that you need to start fulfilling? How do you need to start keeping your word to yourself? Because there will be a day in time when you need to extract on the past confidences that you have within yourself. Just like David, David was able to face Goliath because he had walked through so many prerequisites being a shepherd boy, saving the sheep from bears and lions and all this stuff that he did. He developed this trust within that he was like, I know my God is going to take care of this. I know my God is going to equip me for what I need. But if he hadn't gone through the prerequisite that was required for that war that he faced, he wouldn't have had the confidence. How many of you, you're missing opportunities, you're missing the next level because these little things that are supposed to strengthen you on the inside, something as simple as keeping your word. Hey, hey, Wendy. Something as simple as keeping your word. You don't know how to keep your word with yourself. If you want to be a better version of you, you have to learn how to keep those commitments. When it's tough, when it doesn't feel good, when you have a bad day, when someone triggers you, you have to learn the art of follow through in order for you to go to the next level. How about knowing what you stand for? If you want to be a better version of yourself, you need to start identifying and articulating what you stand for. So many of us, there's actually a really good book. It's called Four and Know What You Stand For, something like that, F-O-R. Not like the number four. (laughs) I was like, wait a second, let me go ahead and uh, correct that. Not the number four. So many of us, we are so quick. Go ahead and drop a four below. We are so quick to identify the things that we don't like. We are so quick to identify the things that are wrong, to point out the wrong in other people. Shoot, even to point out the wrong in ourselves. I bet that I could ask you to list 10 things that you hate about yourself, you hate about your situation, and you could just pop, 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 drop a yes below if you could do that. Off the cuff, we could just do that. Why can't we do that with the things that are good about ourselves? When's the last time you sat down? And if you're talking about being a better person. You're talking about having more in your life, wanting to accomplish more, wanting to make a bigger impact, wanting to do more for your family. 
sometimes not what you do, it's who you are. What are you for? What are the 10 things you love about yourself? What are the 10 things you're freaking great at? What are the 10 things that you're like, nah, man, no, if you give me the microphone, this is my moment. Okay. This is my moment. I love that TikTok trend that went around a while ago. They were like, oh, this, this is me. You called for me. This is my moment to shine. Whether it was like a weird tongue trick or it was like some kind of, I don't know, my little pony obsession collection that they had and all the weirdos were calling them out for it, whatever, right? What's your moment? What are your values? What do you value? Earlier this year, I knew that God had given me the word shift in November and I didn't know what it meant. I didn't know how he was going to shake things up, but I just knew that there had to be a shift that was happening. And I knew it had to come internal. And many of you guys have heard, I have four things I do every single day. Today is like day 260. And I haven't skipped. I haven't cheated. I haven't nothing. I've done all four things for 260 days straight. And I knew something had to shift on the inside of me, but I really had to come in this year identifying what are my values? What does Ashley Mayfield value as a person? And I think a lot of times we forget that when we don't know what our values are, when we only can identify our weaknesses, our opportunities, the things that we're against, that does not position us for a better tomorrow. That does not posture us for opportunity. When I know, when I'm able to identify uh, the things that I'm for, I'm able to know what to put in front of my eyes, what to listen to, who to listen to. I know who I need to take correction and criticism from and who not. Some of you are missing opportunity because you're listening to every Tom, Dick, and Harry online telling you that you can't do it or telling you that you're insufficient. When we can't have this mindset of nobody opinion, like no one else's opinion matters. That's not true. That's, we say that. Is that true? No, it's not true. My husband's opinion of me freaking matters. Like, this is the person I sleep with, okay, for almost 16, we've been married almost 16 years. How crazy. For 15 and a half years, my, if my husband, if I'm doing something that like disappoints my husband, that matters. My best friends, like they have full permission to be like, Mayfield, you're being a knucklehead. Because sometimes I need those people in my life. But when you know what you're for and you know what your values are and you know what's important to you and how you show up, man, you're able to elevate your circle. You're able to elevate projects that you're working on. You're able to go to the next level in business. You're able to open up an opportunity for a promotion in your career. Why? Because you know what you're for. And when you know what you're for, like attracts like. How many of you have ever had like that? How many of you have ever been like in a really negative mood? And then you started attracting other negative people. Drop a five below. You started attracting people who were complainy, who were whiny, who were pessimistic. Man, when you know what you're for and you know your values. I came into this year and I was really able to identify that one of my values was honesty. I like having honest conversations. How many of you like having honest conversations? It's easy to say, but honest conversations, they're uncomfortable. It's that part in the Bible where it says iron sharpens iron. 
and it, there's friction and it's not fun. And they call you higher and they make you think and they make you question, dang, I really was a jerk or I was out of line or I was. And it's not just that. They're not just there to put you down, right? Honest conversations aren't just about being down on yourself or being self-deprecating. I think it's also about bringing honor to yourself or honor is due. Yeah, I did make that happen. And yeah, I am a valuable piece of the team, a valuable member or that idea was mine. Those moments are cool too, and it's okay to not water that stuff down. It is okay to toot your horn. And back to my tribe, we always say it's not bragging if you did it. If you did it, it's not bragging because there's results with it. And when I when I could identify earlier this year, you guys, that I I valued honesty, it postured me in a way where I started having better communication with people. I started communicating expectations better. I started having more open door policies with people, even within my own team and my own business. And it was really cool because now it opened up business partners who I believe came in and have been able to thrive because I was able to identify this value. So who really are you? What do, like what matters in your life? When I was able to identify some of my values, I realized that being a high achiever is incredible. And you guys know I love working. I love crossing finish lines. I'm results-oriented. I think everyone should be results-oriented because hard work feels good. Winning feels amazing, okay? When's the, when, when is something that you have won? Like the last time you crossed a finish line, drop it in the chat below. I want you to shout yourself out for a second. I want to celebrate with you because I know you felt good when you did that, okay? My daughter may or may not be doing good in school. I don't know. We're not going to say it. Okay. But she was not passing these reading reading tests she had to do. She has to read an AR book, and then she has to take a test on the book. And is she comprehending what she's reading type thing? She wasn't passing them. So my husband made her sit down and really start doing focused reading, going through with the highlighter, like putting in the work, right? She's 10, putting in the work. Guess what the first thing she said to me last week when she got in the car? Didn't even say hi. Didn't like, didn't even get to how was your day. She opened up the door. She said, Mom, you're not going to believe this. I got a 90 on my AR test. Coming from a girl who may or may not have gotten enough. I don't know. Okay. And I just looked at her. I was like, baby, I am so proud of you. I said, are you proud of yourself? Because that's all that matters. And she said, I'm very proud of myself. And I said, hard work feels good. Remember this moment. Remember how good you feel on the inside. Because you can use that to face your next mountain. Congratulations, passing a test for college. You can, Teresa. You can. Hard work feels good. When you know who you are and you know what you stand for, that can take you further faster sometimes than even your work ethic. Because a lot of people will mess their work ethic up because they'll qualify for spaces that they're not ready for on the inside. So many of us on the inside, we can tear ourselves down. We can be pessimistic. No, you need to know who you are. You need to know what you stand for. You need to know what you're good at. You need to be able to identify these things. If you want to be a better version of yourself, you need to know these things. When you know your values, man, when I was able to identify, I can keep crossing all these finish lines and missing all these moments with my family and saying yes to everybody else because it feels good to say yes to people. It feels good to serve people. But what does that matter if I'm pooping on my family? What does that matter if I'm not present? What does it matter if I work so hard to achieve all these things for my family if my family doesn't like me at the end? It doesn't. And so I had to realize, hey, I have to make sure that when I show up for work, I'm not screwing around. 
I'm not saying that I'm working my business when I'm scrolling social media. Who will drop a six below in the comments and be honest about that? Just finished my master's. Took me four years. Heck yeah, girl. Way to freaking go. Is it Clarissa? Way to freaking go. That's incredible. And who cares if it took you four years, girl? Especially if you had other things going on in your life. Oh, thanks, Teresa. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I just chopped it all off. So we're gonna we're on the big grow again, so I can turn it purple. I got a date in January. I'm excited about it. But you guys, so many of us, we show up in our family and we're not present because we're distracted. Because when we're showing up in our responsibilities, we're not fully present there. And listen, I work on my phone eight hours a day for my business. When I'm on my phone, I need to be freaking on my phone working. Like some of you guys, you're like, you're not making any progress in your life or progress in your business. And you got to think, who are you? What do you stand for? What are your values? You say you're a hard worker. So why are you screwing around on your phone? Now you're not focusing your business and you're not focusing your family. And so when you know what you stand for, man, it really does. Like it allows you to say no to the things that aren't serving you or that aren't in your alignment. And I did that. I climbed to the top of my company and I was saying yes to everybody. I was saying yes to doing everybody else's team Zoom, coaching everybody else one-on-one. And I love that stuff. If you know me, you like have this is why I do Facebook Live. Y'all know pouring into people fills my cup. I want to see women win. I want to see high achieving women win and dominate in their life and business, whether that's with me, without me. Like, you don't have to be on my team. Like, I give so much away for free. However, however, what's it matter if I'm trying to change the world, but I have two daughters that are on the other side of this wall? And I'm not making an impact in their life. Y'all get what I'm saying? Y'all, does that make sense? You drop a yes below if that makes sense. Or, or do you know who you are? Do you know why you're working hard? I don't have to put my business on the back burner. My business feeds my kids. My business bought this house. So when I show up to my business, I'm going to be serious. Because I remember who I'm freaking fighting for. I love y'all, but I made them. You get what I'm saying? And I think sometimes we forget that. But when my values were not in alignment, I'm saying yes to y'all and no to them. And you have to realize for every single thing you say yes to, you're saying no to something else. So when you show up, you got to have value. If you value being a hard worker, then stop scrolling on social media saying you're working your business. Now you got your kids resenting you, your husband's resenting you, you're not making any money, you complaining, but yeah, I could check your phone or you could send me a screenshot docking your time. You on your phone 12 hours a day, dinking around, D-I-N-K, dinking around, right? And when we know who we are and what we stand for, and again, I got really clear in my life this year, what are my values on a human level? What are my team's values? We have three values in my tribe that we teach. What are the values that we stand for? Because it makes us better because we can filter decisions through that. And then you can open up doors and create opportunities. And number one, you're not going to second guess yourself because I already told you the first thing is that you got to keep your word to yourself. But the second thing is you can create opportunities. And some of y'all so freaking scared. Some of y'all like think that Jesus is going to speak to you on a cloud for every single thing in your life. Like some of that is intuitive. Some of that you have to know and you're able to trust on the inside through you keeping your word to yourself and knowing yourself. 
I can say yes or no. I don't have to hear me. I think some of you think that prayer is I need to go in my closet for an hour a day and cry out to the living God, which, yes, prayer can look like that. Jesus also goes with you throughout the day. I know I know that just made some of y'all like Jesus goes with you. You can in- include him in your day. It doesn't just have to be a prayer class. You can, and, and when you trust yourself and when you have that judgment and when you know your creator, like you can make those decisions and you can create opportunity around your value. And you don't have to look and say, man, I listen, y'all, I literally shout out Deanna if she watches this. I know she watches uh, my stuff, but the she is the director and overseer of uh, women's ministry in the state of Florida for my denomination. And she's, she's, I've been following you for years, girl. Like I'm a fan. Let's just do lunch sometime. We go to lunch four hours. My husband thinks I'm, I'm dead in a gutter or stolen because I wasn't picking up my phone. Me and this woman connected. It, it was such rich conversation. Haven't had rich conversation like that in a long time. She looks at me and says, I need you to speak at conference. I'm speaking at a state level, like women's conference. And I didn't even, she was like, I can't afford you, but can I, will you speak? And I was just, I didn't even, I was in alignment because it aligned with the values of what I want. You gonna hand me a microphone, you gonna hand me a microphone, a a room full of 500 women. That aligns with me. That aligns with me, okay? Because I know who I am and I have a relationship. And so don't take that out of context. I'm not trying to be like, I'm not saying don't sit in your prayer closet and pray. Don't mince my words, but I'm just saying, I think some of you miss out on creating opportunity because you too busy saying, oh, if it's in God's timing or I need to pray about it. We both know you're not praying. We both know that some of you are using God as a cop-out because you don't have the capacity to say no because you don't trust yourself, because you don't know who you are. This is exactly what I'm talking about tonight. How do you be a better version of yourself? How how do you create better opportunity? You got to know yourself. You got to know yourself. And you'll be okay saying no because you know what you're saying yes to, right? Oh, if this is good, y'all better share this with a friend. Shoot. The last thing I want to tell you, you got to get uncomfortable. If you really want to know who you are and you want to be able to be the best version of yourself, you want to be a better you, and you want to know how, you got to get uncomfortable. Man, for the longest time, you guys, I would just stay in spaces and I would stay around people who wouldn't challenge me, who wouldn't call me higher, who didn't care about me. Can I tell you, the friend that loves you is the friend that calls you higher. The friend that loves you is the friend that won't let you sit down when you're tired. The friend who loves you is the friend that says, oh, you better get up and start running because you ain't got time to mess around. You don't have time to sit down. You don't have time to take a break. Man, it's the people that are like, girl, you work too hard. You should just take a break. You should just take a break. Those those people do not care about you. Time is fleeting. It's time, if you truly want to grow, if you truly want to be a better version of yourself, how are you getting uncomfortable? How are you getting into rooms that you might not feel qualified for, that your workout that got you in and you're like, man, this is, you guys, can I tell you, I still get uncomfortable in rooms. I have qualified for some rooms that I'm like, I'm just a little Ashley Mayfield knucklehead. Like, how did I win this contest? How did I get here? How did I do that? And all glory goes to God, but like, it's still uncomfortable to walk in a room with other high achieving women, women, some women that I make more money than. Okay, I make more money than these women. My influence goes further than these women. 
and I'm still uncomfortable to be around them. And that's not because I'm intimidated by them or they're intimidating. That has nothing to do with that. It has to do with your capacity to be challenged, right? Just because I might be further in a bigger platform than some women doesn't mean I can't learn from them. I can be a student of some of these these runners that are coming up, okay, in our company specifically. But you have to be okay with getting uncomfortable for you to know who you are, for you to be a better version of you. How are you failing? It's the high-achieving woman who gets back up after she falls down and keeps getting back up over and over and over. How are you stretching your circle? How are you sliding in DMs instead of being intimidated by people? How are you sliding in DMs and being like, girl, I got to connect with you. Think about Deanna Schroeds. Okay, Dr. Deanna, she's girl. You my people, we needed to get together. And guess what? We dropped everything and three days we got together. Four hours later, we got a great friendship, right? I'm so excited to connect with her more. So excited to get to know her more. But that's what it takes. It takes us putting ourselves out there. It takes us getting uncomfortable. It takes us stretching our circle. Man, if you're around the same people all the time, if you are ending this year with the same exact circle. And I'm not saying you throw everybody in your circle away and you get a new circle. You might need to. I'm not saying that. I saw people who have been in my circle for years. They're not going nowhere. I will punch a bear for them. Drop a bear emoji below. If you if you have someone in your life, you like, no. Nah. We can be mad at each other. We can grow apart. But we know too much. We go into the grave together. Okay, that's how I am. I'm like, look, we might be on two different paths right now. But you know me. And I know you. And I'm a, I'll punch a bear for you. Like, we, we just going to be together for a long time, okay? But some of you need to add to your circle. Some of you need to subtract from your circle. Some of you need to, like, you, you're not growing and you're not creating opportunities for yourself because you're not around people who will challenge your thinking. You're not around people who have failed more than you. So, like, when, you, when I started getting around people, we want to be real, real. I love all these bears that you guys have. <laughs> when we start getting around people who have failed more than us, it makes getting back up not so painful because you've seen them make a fool of themselves a dozen times. You're like, shoot, if they can get through this, I can get through this. But when you're failing in front of people who aren't trying, in front of people who don't stretch their comfort zone, they don't chase their dreams, and so now you're afraid to fail in front of other people, oh my God, this is a word for somebody. I don't even know who. Listen, if you are afraid to fail in front of the people you have, they are the wrong people because high achievers will help you get back up. High achievers will not let you stay on the ground. Women who are truly winning, and I say this all the time, women who hustle and women who hate are not the same, okay? You got to get a, get away from the women who hate. You got to get away from the women who are always trying to one-up, always trying to better you, always trying to think they on to the next thing. No, you need to get around the women who are hustling, the women who are working, the women who have results, the women who are winning. Why? Because winning women desire to see other women win, period. That is a statement. Take it to the bank. So if you are around women who are not lifting you up, who don't want to see you win, they are not winning. They are hating women. They are bitter hags, okay? And no bit, we don't do bitter hags around here. I don't like that, okay? I don't like that. We can win around here. My winning doesn't take from you and your winning doesn't take from me. There's enough winning to go around for everybody. But it's so important 
that you're stretching yourself, that you're stretching your mindset, and that you're open to the people that you add to your circle. That's just the thing. It wasn't just that I had to get in proximity to people who were failing more than me to encourage me to fail because that's how you become the best version of yourself. Wake up, you guys. Failure is one of the greatest teachers you will ever have. You learn what not to do. Oh man, I just embarrassed myself. I ain't never gonna do that again. And then you learn what to do. Okay, that worked. That's a key component in the formula. Let's keep moving. Let's try that again. Let's enhance it. Let's do it better. But when it, it's not just a matter of being in proximity to people who are better than you. It's a matter of actually like receiving from them and listening to them. See, everybody says they want a coach or a mentor. That ain't true. Some of you guys do not receive correction. Some of you guys do not receive criticism. Some of you hold yourself back, your immaturities. And again, it's just going through this list. You got to get uncomfortable. You got to know what you stand for. You have to keep your word to yourself. Some of you, when the going gets tough, you get going. You don't keep your words to yourself. So you're never going to create the opportunity that you desire to be in, the opportunity to elevate your income, the opportunity to qualify for promotions in your career, the opportunity to be able to have options in your finances. Some of you, it's only A or B. That's it. You only have A or B. I'm like mother truck. I'm trying to go through the whole alphabet. I got the alphabet as an option. Why? Because of these things. It's not that I'm better than you. I still work on these things every single day, but it's because I'm learning how to keep my word to myself. No, I said I'm going to do it. I said I was going to do this. I said I would commit to it. And just because it's hard doesn't negate my commitment. In fact, when it gets hard, that's when I have to lean in more. Why? Because I'm depositing trust. I'm depositing trust. I'm depositing belief. When I keep my word, when I say I'm going to do the things that I'm going to do, my God, who do you need to tag in here that doesn't trust themselves? It's because they don't follow through on their word. They make a to-do list and then they'll go to bed. They make a to-do list and then they scroll social media. They make a to-do list of the things they know they need to do to move their life forward. And then they start caring and being responsible for everybody else, right? Yeah, that's what people do. They fill their calendar with frivolous things that they say are important, but really all they're doing is avoiding the necessary change, work, and action needed to move their life forward because change is uncomfortable for them. It's a known thing. Listen, I've coached thousands of women. It's all just patterns, okay? <laughs> but like when you deposit into your trust bank because you're doing these things, I trust myself. I trust myself. And you prove it over and over and over. The day when you go to create the opportunity that's going to make you poop your pants, you're going to be able to extract from that bank of trust. And you're going to be able to look yourself in the mirror and you'll be like, you know what, Ashley? I got this. I can do it. Is it going to be hard? Yes. Is it? Am I going to be nervous? Yes. Am I going to poop my pants? Possibly. Verdict is still out, okay? Might have a little shart action. Listen, not above a shart, okay? <laughs> but here's the deal. I know I can trust myself because I have a history of proving to myself that when the going gets tough, I'm gonna get tougher. That when my problems come, I'm coming at them with a baseball bat. And so you have to develop that trust. You have to know what you stand for. Do you have a backbone? Do you have a backbone? Do you know the qualities about you that make you unique and amazing? Again, so many of you would just list off 10 qualities you hate about yourself like that. That was a bad snap. Like that. My fingers are sweaty. It's hot in here. And I'm wearing sweatpants, so I'm like hot. Sorry, Chelsea, I'm not trying to attack you. But some of you, you can't even list 10 qualities that you love about yourself. And you call yourself a Christian? Girl, I make some people uncomfortable. It's the Lord say, I should stop. Jesus, I'm sorry. I'm just telling you. I'm just saying what he's telling me. 
You can't even list 10 things you love about yourself, 10 things that, 10 reasons why you should, 10 things that you stand for, like you should. You are fearfully and wonderfully made, unless you don't believe that. So you got to know what you're for, but I, I just think you have to get so uncomfortable. You have to get uncomfortable, and no one can do these things but you. No one can build trust with you but you. I can't do that for you. I can't come through the screen and come into your world and help you develop trust with yourself. Every time you don't keep your commitments, you break your trust. Every time you don't step outside of your comfort zone, you don't really grow. Every time, I brought my second point, you only look at the negative and the pessimistic things in your life. You don't really know what your values are, so you can't create better opportunity for yourself because you don't even know what aligns with you. In fact, I dare to say, if all you are is negative and pessimistic, why do you keep attracting negative and pessimistic things in your life? People, situations, circumstances. Nothing good ever happens for me. Woe is me. Oh, when it rains, it pours. Oh, just a hot mess over here. That's not a badge of honor, babe. We're talking about elevating ourselves. Man, Y'all, we got three months left in the year, three and a half. Can y'all believe we're almost through September? This crazy. Who do you want to be in? Tw- Listen, I, I don't think y'all are jo- like ready for me. I ain't joking. I'm coming, ripping and roaring. It is time that we have more women raised up. It is time we have more women walking in their God-given purpose, their God-given dreams and beliefs. And I love that I do that through my online business, creating, helping women create the finances. But look, it's not about that. It's not about that. My calling is so much bigger. Me and Jason were just having this conversation the other day. It is a kingdom calling. I believe that it is a kingdom calling. It it, it goes within my business. It goes outside of my business. That's why I want to help so many women. Are you being the best version of you? When you look in the mirror, are you proud? Or are you like, dang, there's some stuff I got to work on? Because I don't know about you, but there's some stuff I got to work on. So we're going to start working on it together. And I'm fired up about it. So I love you guys. If you found any value, tag a friend. Tag a friend, share it. It's a new day. It was a good church service this morning, y'all. I heard one of my favorite pastors. My favorite pastors I heard her this morning. She fires me up. It's going to be a good day. I love you guys. Set your intention for this week. Start being a better version of you simply because you can. Okay? Love you guys. Bye, friends.